0: hello
1: hello what are you doing
0: honey i'm podcasting yeah. right now
2: thought you had your podcast voice on
3: <laughs> could you tell yes
0: hi hello 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 heather it
1: was very formal
4: i didn't tell you to cut the line did i tell you to cut the line you've cut the line sorry they shut down before we could complete our trace
2: we did manage to locate the general area where the transmission originated
5: where Seattle Washington got Michigan I can make a bounce <laughs>
0: Your ah. fingers booty hole, man. <laughs> Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the fake ass radio show
3: ah. on
0: SoundCloud. Yeah. I am your host, Gav D. This show is brought to you by a strong internet connection because, well, technically, we uh we, we can't connect as people anymore, so uh, we uh, gotta connect via the internet. Hey. So log on today. <laughs> Coming up in the hour, we got music from Pink, oh. Ani DeFranco, and so much more. But first, I must introduce my co-host. He is the Clyde to my Bonnie He's the FBI to my Steven Paddock, <laughs> my partner in crime, the one, the only, Gene Techman, ladies and gentlemen. What is going on, homie? Gene Techman in the hell.
6: What's up, Gab Dizzle? What's happening, man? Fucking nothing, feeling? man. My partner in crime.
0: I do believe I've used that one before, uh, the partner in crime. Uh, I'm running out of shit to say with these, uh, you know, these goddamn intros for,
6: uh, for my co-hosts, just, various co-hosts. It's a stick-up, man. We're just robbing them blind, hey. This is a stick-up. Everybody Give me get that. face down. Gimme uh. that.
7: Get
0: naked and get your face on the floor. Thick <laughs> sick, ass radio, show. Hey.
6: <laughs> what the fuck is going on? No, homie. Yeah, chillin', man. Living living my life, being uh, the coolest dude I think I can be to myself, you know? I'm yeah. just uh, kicking oh, man. it, man. How about yourself, bro? I would uh, say that that is a fine answer.
0: An answer hey. that I would uh, certainly agree with.
6: Hey. And uh, <laughs> I'm
0: definitely doing the same thing out here. Of course you, you the are. The old Pacific Northwest. Yeah, that
6: West Coast. Did you have a good week? Yeah, man, I did have a good week, man. It was uh, just a nice chill, uh, nice chill week for me, man. Met up with some friends on on my Sunday and uh, watched the Lions lose like normal, you know. Oh, and uh, Man, that was a weird and wild game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, man. Yeah, it was a wild
0: game. A lot of but, uh, batted balls, a lot of defensive touchdowns. Uh, it was yeah. an odd
6: game. It was, man. It was like a sloppy Porto, you know. I just, uh, <laughs> right? Didn't know what to think about it, Fucking man. Fucking gross. Bro. Disgusting porno. Yeah. But uh yeah, man. My my week's been great, man. I've just been banging new music and uh, you know, eating good food and uh still trying to knock this cold out, man. I'm still uh, I'm still suffering and coughing over here, man. I'm, i might have to get a, a hiv test pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, for real. Get that hiv test for real. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, but what's been up, man? What's
0: good? Uh my week was also pretty good, I have to admit. I attended another concert for uh, for an artist that uh, we've played on the show before. Yeah. Uh, Bishop Briggs. Nice. I believe I played her during our uh, comeback episode. I think that was episode 80.
3: Yeah, yeah. 80.
0: Yeah. Uh, playfully titled uh, season
6: two. Yep. Right? Yeah. yeah. We went on a little hiatus and uh, came back with season two, episode 80. Yeah, you're right. Back and better than ever, mind you. Yep, yep.
0: Yeah, Bishop Briggs, she opened up for Alt-J, which is another group that uh, we've played before. Lori, Lori uh, Wilde, dear ex-co-host, she, I think she played some Alt-J.
3: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, Bishop Briggs, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Kills it live, uh, live band, uh, still freaking that sort of trappy electronic style. This broad can sing, man. This bro can sing,
3: Bishop Briggs. Mm,
0: she can sing. She's fantastic.
3: Yeah.
6: And um, fucking Alt J, they're not bad either. Yeah, Alt J was uh, in Detroit. Uh, they um, they headlined uh, Mopop um, as well as uh, Run the Jewels this summer. Uh, I was uh, I was gonna try to catch them, man, but I missed them. They're not bad. Yeah. Pretty good group. Yeah, man, for sure. So
0: uh, yeah, fucking great show. Uh, the only thing that sucked. I can say about it was uh, it was an all-ages show yeah and it was at this place it was called the whamoo theater yeah which is uh it's short for washington mutual okay right it's the fucking bank out here one bank? Of the ba- yeah, okay. yeah one of the banks out here and uh it's actually part of uh the CenturyLink field where the seahawks play mm, okay so it's a lot more of a corporate lame cookie cutter type venue Gotcha, right, it's like uh, a show at uh, Cobo Hall. Gotcha. Right, not gotcha, Cobo gotcha. Arena, Cobo right. Hall.
6: Cobo Hall. To get to, <laughs> yeah,
0: to get regional, you know? Right, they right. they have uh, the auto shows and shit here at this it, whamoo. It,
6: it Detroit, Cobo Hall, right?
0: Exactly, same thing there. Right. So yep. um, because it was an all-ages show, they had everybody that was drinking in a separate penned-off area. Towards what? the, yeah, towards the back of the floor, all right, which was bullshit, fucking oh, bullshit. Wow. When I go to a show, I fucking want to have my fucking beers, you know, get my brews, and then head to the stage. Whatever you happened know? to
6: wristbands? Uh, I've never heard of such a thing. That's
3: silly.
0: Oh, yeah. I guess this is how they do these all-ages shows here, uh, mm. these certain venues here in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, so... um yeah, man, I get my beers, I fucking get to the stage, and I fucking jam out, and I enjoy the show.
6: But uh, must and, be like a, That must be like a budget thing to like uh, not have to pay security, as many security guards or something. They could just keep all the, the alkies corralled in one little corner or something. Right, because I'm going <laughs> to fucking punch one of these kids in the face, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you
0: know? <laughs> I get sauced up, I'm going to get gangster. Right. <laughs> no, not so much. You know, it, right. it really is bullshit. <laughs> Um, yeah it is. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I didn't really enjoy this show. It was kind of half and half. Like I was fucking pounding down these beers, you know, in my little penned off area as fast as as I could, you know, just fucking sucking down these tall boys. <laughs> I can't say sucking down these tall boys. That sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs>
6: that's none of my business
0: <laughs> just crushing these tall boys. Right. And then, uh, just getting back to the stage as fast as I could, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. It fucking, it felt weird being at a concert and watching these, you know, watching this artist and, and not continuously holding at least one beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. It felt a little weird, man. And, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just a dude who fucking still knows how to have a good time these days. Or uh, maybe I'm just a raging alcoholic. I'm sure it's probably leaning more towards the latter there. But um, <laughs> I need beers in hand when I'm fucking watching a show. I need them. It's part of the whole process for me. Yeah. Right? And if you take that away from me, and then you, you start separating the people that are drinking from the people that aren't. You know, you start treating us like second-class citizens. That's when it becomes uncomfortable for me. It really does.
6: I yeah, didn't fucked up, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. Like it. I felt like a smoker again. You know, like I had to right. go outside to smoke my cigarette. <laughs> you know, I felt so oppressed, man. So oppressed.
3: <laughs>
0: I have rights, goddammit. it. So. Now, I can guarantee I'm not going to fucking go to another one of those uh, all-ages shows at the Whamu. Yeah. That's for sure. No way.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: again, fuck these punk-ass kids, man. I'm going to sock one of them next time, man. They're <laughs> fucking it up for everybody. I'm trying to get my drink on. You'd think that, like, they would they would cater to us, you know? We're spending money on drinks. These kids ain't buying shit.
3: Yeah, right?
0: You know, they ain't buying shit. They're buying maybe some merch, and I feel like the uh, the artist is going to get most of that merch money. You want
6: to cater to the people that are buying them fucking drinks, man, from Long Islands. And like I said, what, what the hell ever happened to uh, uh, wristbands? Why, why are they just wearing wristbands? Come on, now. Yeah. we we just drinking, man. We ain't going to do no—it's
0: not like we're on weed or anything, and we're going to fucking <laughs> kill everybody. Like, <laughs> you know, we're just drinking so uh i think we deserve a little better treatment i know we certainly don't need to be fucking you know we don't need to feel like a herd of cattle penned off in our own little fucking area
3: right
6: so
0: uh i don't know there you go that's how they do you for an all ages show out here in seattle
6: yeah so
0: yeah so that's that bishop briggs man all jake killing it still going to a lot of shows out here yeah still doing that shit up man it's a lot easier it's a lot easier when these venues are 10 minutes away, you know. So. Yeah,
6: yeah. Good for you, man. Getting yeah. out, getting to some shows, man. Damn. That's what's up.
0: Yeah, man. There's a lot of stuff coming up too, man. We got uh, Action Bronson coming up here soon.
6: Yep, yep. And we got then, a, we got an Action Bronson show coming up in Detroit. I was looking at.
0: Nice. And then uh yeah. the group I played a couple shows ago, Black Pistol Fire. They're gonna they're gonna be out here too. Nice. So uh, yeah, just to name a few. So yeah. Uh, also, coming up, uh, I'm heading out to Denver. Oh. This weekend, man. Going out to cool. Denver, Colorado this weekend for a wedding.
6: Oh, nice, man.
0: And uh, I'm going to go see fucking Dead Mouse. I'm jealous. Dead Mouse at Red Rocks.
6: Motherfucking right, Red Rocks. I but, heard that's an amazing uh, venue. Like right. One of the top in the country.
0: Yeah. If you don't know what Red Rocks is, this is like an open air amphitheater. It's uh, out there in the mountains, just outside of Denver, Colorado. There, and uh, like you said, it's one of the greatest places to see a show in the fucking world. Yeah. Right. So I'm excited to finally get out there. <laughs> I don't even like Dead Mouse. I don't even care for this motherfucker, but I just want to see Red Rocks. Yeah. You know, Dead Mouse probably does a good show, though. Dead Mouse probably does a good show. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be
6: fun, man. Probably yeah. be some cool people there.
0: I mean, he's the most fucking popular fucking DJ on the planet who wears a mouse mask. Right. <laughs> he uh, probably got a trippy light show or something. Yeah, that'll be cool, too. Yeah, man. And then, uh, much like uh, the great state of Washington here, uh, Colorado also has legal marijuana. So, uh, I'll be having a great time there, too. Hey. Yeah, uh, <laughs> isn't uh, Michigan trying to legalize weed? I hear it's on the ballot uh for next month. You guys better fucking legalize that shit if it uh in fact is on the fucking ballot next month, 'cause uh yeah. Michigan is too good of a state. It's too good of a state with too good of people to be so fucking backwards
6: on some yeah. weed. You know? And, and you know and you know what I do know what's going on in Michigan is um they are starting to put more restrictions on dispensaries they're starting to put more restrictions on um like the edible medibles that you can find in dispensaries that's not a good book man so 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 part of that is part of that is you know um in order to make medibles you know you could be a caregiver and make medibles but they don't want people to be making them at their homes anymore They want people to actually have, like, a facility, almost like if you were making food or had a restaurant. Okay, well, that actually makes sense. Yeah, and I I said the same thing. Like, okay, I can respect that, you know. um, Yeah, if I
0: can't slang barbecue out of my fucking house, then you motherfuckers shouldn't be able to fucking slang some fucking medibles out of your fucking crib either. That's just not fair.
6: You know, and are you making it in your bathtub? Are you using the old mac and cheese uh, (laughs) pot that you just just used and you didn't clean it out all the way? So, you know, so... If they're making them in a, uh, you know, an actual facility, that facility can be checked out just like a restaurant does with a health department check or something to that nature. You know what I mean? So makes sense. The the messed up thing is that uh, these dispensaries um, are actually, I think, scheduled, if not already, to be shut down for like three months. You know what I mean? So unfortunately, all these dispensaries that are in Michigan and all the people that own the businesses, all the marijuana growers, you know, are now going to have to resort to a sitting on their product or B, you know, going back to the black market where they're just selling it to their friends again, which is stupid. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah, you know, <laughs> It's going to be B. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? But, uh, and then moving forward in the beginning of the year, in order to, um, be a caregiver in order to be a dispensary, um, license C, um, it's going to become more expensive to operate. You know what I mean? So, You know it's it's starting to uh it's starting to turn into the machine that we all knew and expected would happen you know what i mean so it's going to be expensive at first i won't lie once
0: they legalize it out there the uh the shit in the recreational shop is going to be pricey
6: oh yeah definitely and you know and it's a it's a supply and demand thing you know if you once you make it recreational if i know i can charge you know 20 bucks a gram and make two hundred thousand dollars this month or I'm gonna charge ten bucks a gram and make a hundred thousand dollars a month. We already know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? So Right. Like, Fuck yeah. So so it will happen and uh hopefully, you know, that uh that number will settle out and uh, you know, everybody will kinda get established and then we can come up with an actual the right median for the price tag that it should be and uh hopefully everyone will live happily ever after. We'll be able to provide money for our schools, crime rate'll go down and lots of people will be off their ugly prescription pain medicines and uh, you know. We'll be able to enjoy our great lakes and have great
3: summers. (laughs) Perfect. Beautifully said. I couldn't have said it better
0: myself, man. Uh, I want to be able to come back to my fucking state and not have to fucking worry about shit. Right. All right. Hopefully, if uh, Michigan can legalize this shit, you know, we can get the rest of these fucking states to follow suit. Right. You know, only one can hope. I want the shit legal in Texas. That's what I want.
6: Oh man, Texas is a tough state when it comes to marijuana oh, too. Man. I know, I know. Yeah. I know.
0: I go to Texas a lot, man, so I definitely want the shit legal there.
6: Yeah. Florida for sure. too,
0: man. Florida.
6: Yep. Florida's another tough state, man. They don't play that <laughs> shit. Like you could have a you gotta you have a gram and they'll wanna put you in jail for your life and shit. Man, I've <laughs>
0: been to I've been to jail in fucking Florida too. <laughs> Ain't fun.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ain't fun there. Yeah. Fuck. we be able to fucking smoke a blunt and key west, you know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs>
6: right.
0: Not worry about the motherfucking police. Hate yeah. the motherfucking police. Fuck the police.
6: Come on now.
0: Speaking of hating on the police, uh the fucking FBI and the uh Las Vegas Police Department. They're fucking still at it down there in Vegas. Yeah. They're still at it down there. Yeah. They're fucking setting up these chess pieces. On this fucking shooting, a little bit more, man. Setting them up just right. Uh, there's a uh, there's now a third, third version of uh, how it all went down. Now I guess, I guess at first they said that this uh, Mandalay Bay security guard, this dude named uh, Jesus Campos, right. I guess yeah. he uh, he approached Stephen Paddock's room on the thirty-second floor after. He uh, was shooting at the crowd, right? That's what they were saying at first. Yeah. All right. Guy goes to the door after the shooting took place. At which point, he took uh, this guy, Compost. He took some fire into the hip. He got shot. So um, this guy, Compost, he uh, he gets heralded as a hero. In the sense that uh, you know he took uh, Paddock's attention off the crowd, and uh, because he was at the door. Uh, I guess Paddock never fired at the crowd again, because this dude was diverting his attention. So uh, this guy Compost—he's a hero in the first version. Yeah. Right. Then, so that's this is what they were saying. That's what they were saying initially. Yeah. So uh, they go and they change his timeline a few days later, and instead of this guy being shot after Paddock fired on the crowd, this guy Compost. He actually got shot before the massacre. Okay. Exactly six minutes before. Right. During which time there was no 911 call placed, uh, regarding a, uh, security guard being shot or anything like that. Nothing. Yeah. So, um, okay, fine. He gets shot before he didn't get shot after he's not a hero. He got shot before. Okay. Uh, So this guy, Jesus Campos, he gets released from the hospital, and uh, he decides he's finally going to speak out on what happened to him, right? Yeah. He books five appearances on some uh, news talk shows. (laughs) Like He's going to go on Sean Hannity and shit. Uh, He's going to go real big with it, right? Seems like this motherfucker's got a lot to say. Yeah. Right? But uh, shortly before he's about to go on TV, the Vegas Police Department, they release a third Version of the timeline, and uh, in this version, instead of uh, six minutes, they changed it to forty seconds. Passed after uh, compost was shot at the door, and mm. then the uh, massacre below began. Okay, mm. forty seconds now. It's they realize that this makes more sense. Like six minutes yeah. is a long time for no nine-one-one call right. after somebody gets shot in a hotel. So, uh, yeah, okay. Fine, 40 seconds now. Campos gets shot 40 seconds before the massacre. So, uh, again, the uh, Vegas police release this third version before Campos is scheduled to go on TV. But uh, right before he's supposed to go on, he completely disappears from the dressing room of the TV studio. And he hasn't been seen since. Yeah. Right? Like a fart in the wind. Yeah. Nobody knows where this motherfucker is. Yeah. So, I ask now, what the fuck is up with that?
6: Yeah, I know, right? I mean,
0: this shit is getting even scarier. Uh, Now that witnesses are starting to disappear, this shit's getting a little freaky. Yeah. He might be hiding. He might be hiding. He might be scared of the spotlight. But... uh. You know, he could be, like, a coached, fake-ass witness in, a, you know, what we've been talking about as a possible FBI cover-up. Yeah. You know, maybe the FBI, these, these motherfuckers need a little more time. You know, they changed the story, so they need a little more time, give them a little more coaching. You know, they got to change his shit up for the third time. This motherfucker's probably confused. <laughs> it's like, what am I supposed to say?
6: And, and you know, honestly... If if the FBI or the police get a hold of you and they put you in jail, I mean, they can make you disappear. You know what I mean? Like It's Vegas. There's a yeah. lot of
0: holes in that fucking desert.
6: Yeah. And a lot right. of problems get buried in those
0: holes. Right. <laughs> Not to sound so cliche or anything. but uh, Tupac died in Vegas, remember? Uh-huh. That. <laughs> There's a lot of shady shit that goes on out there in Vegas that uh, we don't even know about.
6: Everything Absolutely.
0: everything goes on out there. So uh, who knows? Yeah, with this guy, uh, they're just not ready to bring him out into the fucking public yet, clearly. I, I don't think we'll ever see him again.
6: I think he's going to be a blip and disappear.
0: I can tell you that uh, reporters have been to his house. They've been to his house since he's disappeared. They've spoken with his mother, who uh, who says she's not allowed to talk about this. This is what she said. She says, I'm not allowed to talk about this. And oh. uh she has no clue where her son is. Yeah. Right. So and then I can also tell you that the mom's house, it's being watched by a uh a security company. Uh most likely appointed by the FBI. Of course. But here's the funny thing about this uh this security company. It's uh its business license expired in January of this year. Hmm so legally they shouldn't even be operating Mm. and it appears they only have a virtual address they don't have an office oh wow so this it, it it doesn't even seem like this is a real security company
6: wow
0: it uh it just seems like there's a an armed guard there for show Wow, it just seems like this motherfucker's there for show, yeah, kind of like everything else that they, they seem to be saying about this shit so uh, oh, that
6: oh that's a that sounds like an FBI created uh program right there they they don't you don't need to know anything. Let's just go ahead and have this information just in case there's not a doubt in my mind. I'm sorry, uh, I hope I don't get killed for this shit, but uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, they, they made him disappear. We we know what happened
0: there. And uh, now it, uh, it all seems to kind of just be fading away, this whole story. Everything about it. You know, this is like three weeks later. And uh, no one's asking as many questions anymore. Yeah. Which is sad. Because the uh, FBI is still not telling us everything that we want to know. Again, it's over three weeks later, and... Uh, I haven't seen one piece of security footage of Paddock in the fucking hotel. And uh, there probably won't be one released ever. No. And it's just over.
6: There won't be. You know?
0: <laughs> fucking Mandalay Bay, they're just going to block off that room. You know, that infamous room on the 32nd floor. Yep. From which all this supposedly occurred. Yep. And then uh, Live Nation will probably never, ever have an open-air show next to the casinos anymore by Route 91.
6: Yep. They're
0: going to never have a show there ever again. And uh, that'll be it. That'll be it. We'll just accept this shit, accept that that's how it happened, and then uh, try not to think about it ever, ever again.
6: This is America, man. We we get over mass shootings like an episode of Friends. It is what it is when it's done and over with. (laughs)
0: get these short attention spans here too you know it's easy to get <laughs> out this shit, right?
6: yeah fucking szechuan sauce come
0: on yeah this is what we obsess upon here <laughs> which is sad man this is fucking sad it is fucking sad because i don't believe that this is really what happened i don't believe it i don't think a lot of americans do yeah so uh <clears throat> tell you it's up to us to keep asking these questions and for people to keep reporting on it otherwise it's just gonna get fucking swept under the fucking rug yeah like uh harvey weinstein's fucking victims a lot more going on with him man there's a lot more fallout from this whole fucking harvey weinstein scandal too yeah
6: man a whole lot more what a dirty shitbag
0: Yeah, so much more that I don't even think that this country will ever be the same (laughs) ever again, man. It's also kind of scary. Yeah. I'm to the point now where I'm fucking questioning everything I fucking say to a woman, you know? I don't even want to breathe around women now. (laughs) I'm wondering if shit is appropriate. I'm absolutely terrified. I can't even imagine how it's going for, like, the motherfuckers who, like, really holler at chicks. You know, yeah. like they grab their ass at the fucking club and shit.
6: Yeah, man. You
0: know? Fucking bitches are woke this week, man. They're
6: fucking woke. Man, my, my mother told me at a young age, be careful how you treat women because you, if you could be alone with a woman and you might be telling her that you're breaking up with her and she might punch herself in the face and say you raped her. And uh, she told me that at a young age. That always stuck in my head, to be honest with you. And I and I can't say that I've been a saint with the the girls I've dated, you know, but I tell you what man, when I got into my older years of my like late 20s and you know going into my 30s, I definitely started to think about things differently and I I got into this mindset like no matter where you are, you have to act like you're being recorded at all times because you don't know what <laughs> you can say. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like and honestly, it's something that's stuck with me ever since. You know what I mean? I gotta hold my integrity in order, you know. And you can't say some foul ass shit or make a girl wanna fucking have sex with you by talking to her into it. If she says no, man, like she said no. <laughs> that's it, bro. That's it. You're not gonna Harvey Weinstein me. No, you're not. <laughs>
0: yeah. So again, yeah, this whole movement this week, man. These girls are putting bad men like us to shame, hardcore, this week. Man. For real. And, uh, yeah, Man. we're not even that bad. I'm not even that bad anymore, you know? Not at all, not at all. Yeah, fucking A. 90s Man. scab wouldn't fucking stand a chance out there these days. <laughs> no hey. way.
6: Same here.
0: This Harvey Weinstein scandal and this whole Me Too movement huh? that's going on now that it inspired, Yeah. it's really shown how deep this problem goes. Yeah. And this is what gets talked about and not covered up. Yeah. Right? I got an email uh, from a listener this week that uh, thought we missed a lot of uh, what was really going on uh, when we were talking about this last week. Uh, Okay. The police bury a lot of these rape allegations. Here, I got the email right here. Yeah, yeah. So I'm listening to your podcast and your sexual harassment convo. Look up the Baylor sexual assault cases where females reported sexual assault of football players. Not only did the university cover it up and the football coaches, but the police did as well. Damn. Uh, Yeah. I suggest you watch the hunting ground and see the number of just assaults that go unpunished. Love the show, but that segment made me cringe a little bit. Yeah. We didn't really hit all of it. Uh, I have not seen the documentary, uh, *The Hunting Ground* either. It's about uh, sexual assault on college campuses. Damn. Distributed by the Weinstein Company, by the way. <laughs> 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 but uh,
6: <laughs>
0: I, I hate to say it, uh, you know that stuff's kind of expected on a on a college campus. Yeah. Right. Like we talked about, what's his name, Brock Turner.
6: Yeah, Talk about that motherfucker last year. Yeah, right.
0: Hey, you can catch his ass fucking mopping a floor somewhere, probably <laughs> fucking recycling some hate mail.
3: <laughs> but, right? Uh,
0: yeah, stories like these are—they're all too common on these fucking college campuses, and uh, you know they're usually involving some twenty-somethings, you know, some idiots. You know, they're not involving fifty-year-old Hollywood studio executives, right? I don't know. I can say that uh, movies like The Hunting Ground and this whole Harvey Weinstein scandal, they show you how deep this shit goes. And again, this Me Too movement, it's, uh, it's showing me personally, uh, people I know that are victims of this bullshit. You know, there are girls on Facebook all fucking week. Me too, me too. All right. You know, I'm not sure how my friends were actually assaulted. I'm hoping that they, you know, they just got like a dick and some jeans rubbed on them at the club, you know, during a flow ride a song or something like that.
3: <laughs> right. You
0: know, I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'm hopeful it was just that. So, I don't know. Maybe some good will come out of this whole fucking scandal, and uh, maybe this harassment can stop, and uh, maybe women can get some kind of closure uh, with they demons. You know? Yeah. Right. You know? I know it's all bad for Harvey right now, man. This motherfucker, there there ain't nothing good happening to him, man. Uh, People that are close to him are getting fucking shrapnel from his bullshit, man.
3: Yeah, for real.
0: His little brother, Bob, he's pretty much disowned him, right? And then uh, his wife, uh, what's the broad's name, Georgina Chapman, she has uh, filed for divorce.
6: Of course she has.
0: And uh, I guess she's got a fashion line. She makes Mm. clothes and shit called Marchesa or something. Okay. It's like red carpet shit. This is real red carpet shit. It's Ritzy, right? Her clothing company might go under because of this shit. Nobody wants to do business with anything associated with Harvey Weinstein. People are pulling their accounts left and right. There's a lot of employees that are quitting, supposedly. So um, That's what
6: happens when you're a scumbag.
0: Yeah. People are steering clear. Steering clear of Harvey. So, he's, uh, like he uh, said he was going to do, he's seeking treatment. I guess he's in Phoenix, Arizona right now. He's in some sort of sexual addiction treatment.
6: Of course he is. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: but it's, uh, it's definitely too little too late, I think. I don't think he can recover from this one. No, man. Like, this ain't like Mel Gibson or anything like that, man. Yeah. Like Mel, was, <laughs> he was just drunk, yelling at his wife, hoping she'd get raped by people. Right. <laughs> supposedly Harvey was actually raping people <laughs> right I guess uh yeah three women have filed credible allegations against him two are here in the United States and I guess there's another one over in London this motherfucker was everywhere so uh who knows what's gonna happen with old Harvey who knows after all this shit I'd honestly kill myself I would straight up kill myself. I would take my own life if this shit was fucking happening to me, man. No doubt. (laughs) Man, Yeah, if all this was happening to me, I'm hoping I'd be fucking remorseful enough to at least kill myself. (laughs) Right? Keep your eyes on that motherfucker while he's in Phoenix. But yeah, as far as the rest of us go, though, um, yeah, there's certainly an abundance of uh, awareness about sexual assault being raised uh, at least these last few weeks, and even though I've never sexually assaulted a broad, much like you, I've certainly sexually harassed broads before. And uh, yeah, I guess the reason why I kept doing it was because uh, it was always funny. <laughs> while I was doing it, you know, <laughs> and the the chicks thought it was funny too. So uh, you know, there's kind of a thin line with the sexual harassment here, man. You've yeah. got to really pick your spots, you know, when yeah. you're doing it. And hopefully the chick will get it and think it's funny.
6: <laughs> Girl, give, me them, give me them cookies. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you, guys are, are, are never going to be able to sexually harass chicks again after this shit, you know?
3: <laughs> but,
0: uh, you know, there may be some chicks out there who think it's still funny when you try to holler at them. We've been fortunate, right? Yeah. But uh, not all of them will. And uh, I'm sure after this, a lot more won't think that shit like this is funny anymore.
7: I don't even know how motherfuckers like work with women and shit. It's unfair, unfair, but we got to deal with it. I don't know if it's men in here that work with women in offices, but that shit has to be unfair. We have to discuss, seriously, y'all work in offices with with, with men? Let's renegotiate harassment (laughs) I should be able to harass you at your job to some degree just so I can let that shit off I should be able to if with respect it's like good morning what's your name Ashton I go good morning Ashton Uh, beautiful titty meat you have this morning (laughs) wonderful I appreciate all of the, the titties um, almost showing. Uh, you enjoy the rest of the day, I'll buy you lunch, I appreciate you. you allowing me to say that your titty meat looks delicious. Enjoy the rest of the day, so I don't fucking lose my mind. Men working with women, is like having grizzly bear work with salmon dipped in honey. And the salmon get to walk around like, hi oh, grizzly bears, good morning. The grizzly bear is like what's up fish but you can't even do that shit because you get fired for being a bear if you go she'll be like oh my god you lose your motherfucking job for being a bear you got to sit there with your fucking head down typing and shit while you really a bear and you can't even do fucked up shit because cameras Whereas you can't even like sniff a chair when she goes to get coffee or something. <laughs> I think they should have harassment day. One day a year as a holiday, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. Cause you get to be disrespectful sexually. You get to do goofy shit like massages, like I'm your buddy massage, and little kisses on the cheek, and the motherfuckers sitting there thinking, man, I wonder, I wonder if I can, but you get in trouble if you ask, so harassment day. Tuesday, I come in with flowers. I go, hello, happy harassment day. You know, hey, would you you suck my dick in the broom closet? And all you gotta do is go, no. And I say, keep the flowers, enjoy Erasmus Day. I just want you to know. I thought you was a hoe, but I didn't know. I wanted to find out, and and you're not. Enjoy the rest of the week. Yo, what up, this is Magnum Opus. Y'all listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show.
0: Big Radio Show, Scabby, Gene Techman. Yeah. Well, shit, man. I think it's about that time. What do you say we get into some motherfucking Muzak? It's time to bang, 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 bang the beats. All right. Let's fucking do it. Yeah.
3: Let's do it.
0: sweet sweet music what are we doing tonight g money um we're celebrating the women folk tonight right yeah man the ladies
6: man like strong women yeah we we, we can't disrespect women man we got to got to love women man
0: got to watch what we say watch what we do now try to be a bit more conscious yeah all right so this is us making a conscious effort
3: ladies for real for real
6: okay what you got for me tonight well, like like you said, man, we have a uh, we have a female lineup here tonight, you know, again, respecting the women. Um, first artist I have is uh, a female MC by the name of Rhapsody. Are you familiar with Rhapsody? That is a negative. Rhapsody is um a beasty MC as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I, I, I love her patterns. She kind of has this uh, slow melodic flow. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I've heard of Rhapsody, you know, I've listened to her stuff, but it wasn't until like maybe like a couple albums ago, she really grabbed my attention. And uh, from there, you know, I just kind of fell in love with her sound, her flow, her, her content. And, uh, you know, this is off a new album of hers, Layla's Wisdom. You know, this is her newest project. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's uh, she's really putting in her all, I think, with these uh, this, this last project. Uh, came out uh, September... 22nd of this year uh lots of you know great features uh from anderson pack to busta rhymes bj the kid um black thought you know uh you know just 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 a great uh just a great lineup of features on this album and you know uh this particular song has no other than my man kendrick lamar featured on this track Oh, okay yeah and, uh, you know, I, I really think she puts it down. Uh, I, I think uh, she she's gunning to be the female Kendrick Lamar, and I think she got a great feature from him. And, uh, yeah, the name of this song is Power, and it's off Layla's Wisdom. This is Rhapsody featuring Kendrick Lamar on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scab D and Gene Techman. Yeah,
7: ladies, love it. Power, Yeah. Into my love, as it's power that grows us closer Deeper in love as it's power that grows us like redness I feel the energy, H- hey H- It's coming through It's coming through Ooh. To meet the century, H- hey you H- next to me Plus base and innovation, H- hey, Invested in me so I feel the energy Invested first
4: the house i built when i was homeless and sleeping in corners sharing coronas and blacky mouths donuts and el caminos talking loud scraping and combing residue every morning talk about legacy let's talk about the life of celebrity versus integrity curse the first one that thirst for necessity searching for equity versus the earth that birthed us indefinitely First to verse i wrote in jeopardy surfing the laws of the universe and destiny church and a god that's all oh, that's ever been ahead of me Ah, uh, let's talk about my power the golden showers running to be on your cameras, and story cameras. These bananas competitive weekend aunts Seize the damage no more for a penis patch My second at real niggas on potas lawn My seven trophies is at my granny's in heaven's arms I'm in Jamaica like Wagwan. my feet is out My hair is long and pots white coming from my mouth Me, I go right, out it's time to bless some airy Rude boy, me, I wear a multi-fairless I shot niggas and shot movies 10 years later Dear God, Why you show me so much favor amongst the haters and wickedness? Deliver the child from evil convictions and frivolous debates about who's the permanent and see of the millennium. And it's all for the vigilance. And I'm all of you nemesis. And I'm all of not happy. And y'all can fathom, won't we'll give you kiss, The only one they ever did wrote book of Genesis, motherfucker, that's power. <laughs>
7: And may the force that be with us forever be right here to God Your sensitivity is
4: very
6: sensitive to my Damn Yeah
0: That's a good one right there Yeah Grab radio show Scab D
6: Gene Techman Gene.
0: Yeah, Rhapsody featuring Kendrick Lamar. Layla's Wisdom is the name of the album. And uh, you are right. He is getting a good fucking... Kendrick's getting a good feature on that record.
6: Yeah, that was good shit right yeah. there. Good Shilled shit. It. Rhapsody. Females, yeah. man. Female yeah. MC. She can rap her ass off.
0: think there ain't been a good female MC since uh, Mia X. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah. no limit no limit for life lick it now
6: lick it good
0: (laughs) (laughs) foxy brown was badass too she's fucking fine as hell yeah yeah Mm. (laughs) fucking foxy brown
6: Mm. god damn it
0: (laughs) she made me want to fuck black girls nothing but black girls right (laughs) Um, yeah rhapsody killing it man Telling it, yeah, female yeah. MCs, man,
6: females. She, she was a beast. Celebrating the females. She, uh, she, she. They had a, they had an all-female uh, MC cipher at the BET Awards uh, a couple weekends ago, and uh, there was four MCs. One was Cash Doll from Detroit, and uh, Rhapsody was fi- the final uh, female MC to go out of four, and she brought the house down. She definitely, uh, mm. she definitely was the highlight of the uh, of the session. That's no doubt. That's what's up. All right, cool. Speaking of bringing
0: down the house, uh, and uh, we're still celebrating the greatness. The ladies. That is woman tonight. And uh, this woman that I'm about to play, that I just saw this week, that I spoke about earlier, certainly embodies that trait. I'm going to play Bishop Briggs. Yeah. Off of her EP. What can you say about this girl? What can you say about her? She's fucking fantastic. And I already described her in our comeback episode Which was number 80, alright, so if you want to find out about her fucking listen back to what I said about her then Alright, I'm gonna play off her self-titled EP, Bishop Briggs It has a badass logo, her logo is fucking sweet It almost kind of looks like a dead mouse helmet (laughs) (laughs) A song I'm playing deep in the EP called Dead Man's Arms Uh, She brought the house down with this one And uh, I got chills when she was singing it live Alright, only hearing it here Bishop Riggs, Dead Man's Arms, ass Radio Show, Scab D, Gene, Attack Men. Falling
1: on the deafest ears, but I know you hear my tears, crying to the blindest eyes. But I know you see the life. that's you, oh Lord, you got my bones in a graveyard, it's true, oh,
6: hard yeah
0: killing it killing it man she fucking belts that shit out she is not afraid to belt that shit out too on stage yeah so uh yeah bishop briggs dead man's arms fantastic fucking song that's dope music man great music music is great yeah music is great our country's great music makes our country great right
6: absolutely
0: and then sometimes an artist uh will uh release some music about our country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm talking about Eminem.
6: Right? <laughs> and uh
0: what some are calling a uh, a primal scream primal <laughs> scream cipher
3: <laughs> about
0: our uh, current president Donald Trump.
6: Yeah. You want to tell him about this? The calm before the storm? Yes. Uh, It it was, uh, of course, um, as BET has uh, made it a tradition to do um, at the BET Hip Hop Awards. uh, And Eminem has been uh, a highlighted feature, of course, um, notably one of the best MCs to ever bless the mic. He's been a uh, feature, of course, at the BET Cypher Awards multiple occasions. And uh, on this particular occasion, uh, he decided to make his freestyle verse completely about our current POTUS. All right. The current president of the United States, Mr. Donald J. Trump. And uh it's been critiqued from all different angles. Uh there's people that say they love it. There's people that say they hate it. There's people that said, you know what, fuck you. I'm packing my shit up and I'm no longer a fan of you, Eminem. Yeah. And uh, you know, I uh first couple times I gave it a spin, I it was a little hard for me to digest. It wasn't quite the cadence I was looking for wasn't quite the rhyme pattern that I wanted to hear. And, uh, you know, I sat on it for a minute, but the more I listened to it, the more I gave it a chance, the more I started to dissect not only what he was saying, but you know, the genius behind the wordsmith himself. And uh, I started to appreciate it more and more and you know, to be honest with you, I, 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 if I could be cordially honest with you, Scat, for a moment, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at anything that he said. You know, I, uh, I really feel that, uh, you know, he hit some topics in his own opinion and his own artistry. You know, this is nothing new out of Eminem. You know, he's, he's been political. You know, hip hop is political, and you know, he used his platform to say a couple things on his mind that were on his mind. So he spit his verse in a spoken word cadence, and uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I, I can't say it was the best verse i've ever heard from him but i think he uh i think he drove a lot of points home and uh you know i don't know man he's he's eminem and he he got the reaction he wanted out of it you know i mean everybody's in an uproar he has an album coming out next month it's all it was all over social media and people were talking about it I'm, i don't know about you but to me i i know he sees dollar signs wrapped around that as well you know what i mean Got to get paid motherfucker. gotta get paid yeah, still yeah he's an get old paid. man these days yeah, you know, and that's another thing too. You know, he's a what I think Evan is like what 42, forty-two, forty-two plus years old yeah. now at this point. You know, so you know his content, uh, his, co- his content isn't uh, the same as it was when he was a young twenty-four-year-old blonde-haired, blue-eyed raver kid. You know, the uh, he has he has a daughter in college, and uh, I'm sure he's thinking about different things. And you know, it's not a, a surprising occasion that he picked Donald Trump to go after either. You know, I mean, the guy is uh, very controversial. He he. He almost makes it too easy to want to spit a verse and, you know, go at his head. And, you know, I I think he uh, I think he went at his head. He uh, he addressed things from, you know, Puerto Rico to, you know, just simple politics to. Yeah. Just diversionary news away from,
0: you know, what's going on, like you said, in Puerto Rico and what's going on in Vegas. Yeah. He's really trying to hit a bunch of angles. Colin Kaepernick. Fantastic Four.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, the important issues. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what's his deal with parking garages? Why, you know, I don't know. <laughs> why's he always got to be in a fucking parking garage? I don't know. I thought the same thing, man.
6: Uh, apparently apparently they uh, they broke into and snuck into that parking garage in, in, in any of the various places in Detroit, so who knows what that could have been. But I feel like I've been in that parking garage before, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was... Uh, there's a scene from 8 Mile where he's in a parking garage. You know, that was like another thing. I don't know. Maybe he has memories of, uh, maybe that's where he used to do ciphers and he felt most comfortable in the parking garage. I don't fucking know. Like everything he does is in a fucking parking
0: garage these days, man. <laughs>
6: right. It's like, you know, he means
0: business when he's a
6: motherfucking parking
0: garage and shit, you know, <laughs> he got the brothers behind him and shit. Like
6: he means Ain't business. Right. So, uh. Yeah. Marv One, Marv One, who we played on the Fake Ass Radio Show, is uh, was one of those notable people in the background. Oh, man, shout out to Marv One. Marv One, Boogie, yeah. Boogie was another one. Boogie's one of his newest signees from Compton. Um, he he was another notable in the background too. Check these fellers out. Yeah. But yeah, Eminem is
0: just he's unleashing on Trump. Yeah. He's fucking unleashing on this motherfucker here. I got a little bit of it right here. Here,
1: listen to this right here. Check it out, Yo Yo. Donald Trump's a bad president. I grab my dick a lot. Yo, by the way, Donald Trump is a bad person. You should come over to my side, the m and side. If you're on the Trump side, you're on the wrong side. Why is Donald Trump such a bad president? Oh my god, I know what wrong is, a president, hesitant, and if you're hesitant to be, not, be his fan instead of mine, let me tell you about this rhyme. Dr. Dre, he's a black guy. He co-signed me. I'm the best rapper in the world. But let me tell you more about politics. <laughs> Suck my dick. Look at all the black
0: <laughs> Okay, so, uh, sorry. That was actually um, comedian Andy Milonakis's, uh version of uh, Eminem's uh, video. <laughs> <laughs> here is, uh, uh, buddy. I apologize for that. Uh, here is the actual video. It's the
5: calm before the storm right here. Wait, how was I going to start this off? I forgot. Oh, yeah. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Should I drop it on Donald Trump? Probably not, but that's all I got till I come up with a solid... Got a plan and now I got a hatchet like a damn Apache with a tomahawk. I'ma walk inside a mosque on Ramadan and say a prayer that every time talks... I'm here. She gets a ma- Ah! I'ma stop. But we better give Obama props cause what we got in office now's a kamikaze that'll probably cause a nuclear holocaust. And while the drama pops and he waits for shit to quiet down, he'll just gas his plane up and fly around till the bombing stops. Intensity's heightened, tensions are rising. Trump, when it comes to giving a shit, You're stingy as I am. Except when it comes to having the balls to go against me, you hide them. Cause you don't got the nuts, like an empty asylum. Racism's the only thing he's fantastic for. Cause that's how he gets his rocks off and he's orange. (laughs) Yeah, sick tan. That's why he wants us to disband cause he cannot withstand the fact we're not afraid of Trump. Walking on eggshells, I came to stomp. That's why he keeps screaming, drain the swamp, because he's in quicksand. All right, so you get the idea
0: of what's going on here. He just obliterates Trump for about three minutes, all right? And then he does something at the end that sort of surprised me, all right? Yeah. Let's go to the
5: end here. And any fan of mine who's a supporter of his I'm drawing in the sand a line You're either for or against And if you can't decide Who you like more in your split On who you should stand beside I'll do it for you with this you Fuck you The rest of America stand up We love our military And we love our country But we hate Trump We fucking hate Trump
6: Yeah
0: and I agree with most of that. I agree with loving the military. I love my military, and I love my fucking country, too. But, I uh,
6: do, too. he tells his Trump-supporting fans to fuck off there. Yeah, and which I—it it surprised me to hear that, too. I was shocked. I uh, didn't know how to quite digest that at first, you know? I, I don't know if I agree with that approach. Yeah, I, I'm not
0: mad at that either, you know? I don't like when these motherfuckers, they start involving the politics. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear him rap about killing his ex-wife and shit. Like raping Hillary Duff, right? right. (laughs) Can't he get back to that shit? You
3: know?
0: The fun stuff? (laughs) I mean, what's up with this fucking country where Eminem has to be politically correct now? The fuck is happening, man? Is it 1960? (laughs) It's a very serious time, man. Yeah. No more fun ever. Man, it. it's <laughs> over. And if you like Trump, well, fuck you too, man. Fuck Chino XL,
6: fuck you too. Man, <laughs> oh, my you motherfuckers die slow. My fofo, fo, fo, make sure, make sure oh, all y'all kids, kids don't grow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: right?
0: Man, this Eminem, is this all Eminem has left now? He's got to be political and serious now.
6: You know that's a that's a great question. I uh, I I was wondering the same thing, and uh, my only thought is like, what is his album gonna be like? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. A couple months back, I was uh, I was saying uh, I don't know if Eminem has any juice left in him. You know this might uh, this might be his last hurrah. If this album isn't good, I mean, there's probably no bouncing back from it. So
0: you think we're gonna hear any uh, Slim Shady on this record? That hilarious fucking cracker that uh, liked Vicodin.
6: You know, I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's inevitable he built his career on that. So I think he knows better as the businessman that he is that he's going to need to have those funny jokes. But I think uh, with this freestyle, I think he's also setting the tone of the current affairs that this is also probably going to be a politically charged album too. I can only imagine. All right, man. Is, yeah.
0: is, is someone like Slim
6: Shady even allowed to speak anymore? <laughs> That's a great question. Probably Does not, he, man. Does he exist? Does he anymore? Is he still inside of the man Marshall Mathers, you know? Probably not. And like you said, his new album it's due out next month. And yep.
0: perhaps he's uh setting the tone with this political shit. But yeah. uh you know, maybe we'll hear a little glimpse, a little glimpse of that former Slim Shady self.
3: Yeah. Yep.
6: And I hope we do. And I hope we do, too. I really do. I hope, it's a, I hope it's a nice, well-rounded album. I hope there's some great features. I hope to hear Royce, as I mentioned on a previous show, Joyner Lucas. You know, uh, Royce the Five Nine has mentioned how he wanted to do a song with him. It'd be great to hear him on a song with Eminem. Uh, I can expect that we might have a Kendrick Lamar feature, that they're both on Dr. Dre's record label, Aftermath. And, um, you know, I, um, I, I hope for the best. My fingers are crossed uh, you know, the, the free, the BET freestyle, you know, it's controversial. I, I, I can't say that I absolutely love it, but I think he hit some points. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a hardcore liberal Democrat. I'm not a conservative Republican. I'm an independent. So, you know, I, I see where he was going. I see where he wanted to go with it. And, you know, I don't know, man, Trump just makes himself an easy target. So I think, uh, I think Eminem likes to go after those easy targets, so you, we might even hear a, a Kid Rock diss on the album, something to that nature. You know, I don't, I don't see him going after anybody, you know, that that might give him a true lyrical challenge on any degree. I, I think he likes those easy targets. So Trump, right. Trump makes himself an easy target. So I mean, that's what he went after. He went at his head. So. All right, that's what's up. Yeah. So yeah, more
0: music from Eminem soon.
6: Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. My fingers are crossed. I'm hopeful for the home team, MC from Detroit, Eminem. But you know, my my, I'm not placing all my bets on uh, bets on it either, though. You know, so we'll we'll see what's up.
0: All right, so will
6: that'll be right
0: around the corner. We'll have that music right around the corner. Speaking of music uh, right around the corner, man, let's uh, finish out the night. We got a few more for you before we dip out.
6: Yeah, and uh, back to the ladies, the lady tips. You know, yeah. uh,
0: Gene, what you got up next?
6: You know, what I what I have up next, man, since we're talking about the man, Eminem, we're just gonna go ahead and play a song that he's featured on by Pink. Pink! A vocalist. She's known to uh, you know, kind of get into a rhythm of a rhyme every now and then. And the name of this song is Revenge. And uh of Ooh. course she had to uh she had to reach out and get Eminem like the uh the known MC known for Get it, having revenge and wanting to get revenge, especially on his various songs about his ex-wife.
3: Right. But uh, from what
6: I read about this, uh, you know, he was uh, she was featured on uh, one of his albums and she had to build up the courage to ask him to do this song. So she uh, she ended up getting drunk one night off of wine and ended up sending them, him this big, long email of how much she loved him and how she would love to have him. Do some work with him and how much she appreciates his work and yada, yada, yada. And apparently he just answered with one word. He just simply said, OK. Nice. <laughs> yeah,
0: but, she basically, uh, yeah. she basically uh, music booty called him.
6: Yeah, that's exactly what she did, yeah. actually.
0: <laughs> and shit works, man. Shit works yeah. sometimes,
6: right? Yeah, she she built up the liquid courage and got it done, so, I mean. Nor- right. and, yeah, and normally
0: it's the men that are doing that shit, so this time it's the girls, so you fucking go, girls, yeah!
6: Go, bro, get it, girl. Go get it, girl. Do your thing, girl. Yeah, but um, yeah, but this uh this album is uh <laughs> fresh, freshly released. This was uh, released October 13, 2017. And uh, this was one of the first singles off of the album. And uh, believe it or not, he's the only feature on the entire album. All right. The name of this song is Revenge, as you can imagine what it's about. And this is Pink featuring Eminem off of the beautiful Trauma album. And this is only going to be played by yours truly on a fake-ass radio show with Scab D and Gene Techman. Yeah, get it, ladies. Uh
2: Hope for it, I know that it won't fix a thing Song like this that I can sing for you All the feels you make me do Nightmare fucking coming true Wish I was a lawyer, I would sue you Sue you, take your dog, take your house Take your shoes, take your heart Now here to that sing apart I'm daydreaming. dreaming Let me come Girlfriends come in hand, especially those that understand. Crimes are crime, but listen, man, really cannot give a damn. We've all been through this kind of thing. Say the word, we make it stink. He mm-hmm. mm-hmm. can't just get away with it. Eye for eye, you pizza, You treat us like a garbage pit. Let me at him. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. There's that singing part again. I'm daydreaming. Let me come. Revenge, revenge, together, together, together We could take revenge, 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 revenge is sweet We could do revenge, revenge,
5: revenge,
2: revenge Together,
5: together, together We could take revenge, 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 revenge is sweet Well, in the beginning we felt like we was meant to be I fell for you and skinned my knee, but hell with any injury Eventually you'll get up gingerly, feels like it'll take a century To heal, but just know that I will but fuck trying to make amends. I'd rather take revenge. Just sticking safety pins inside my atrium. Your day begins at 8 p.m. You hit the ATM and mama my Mercedes Benz with all your lady friends. Horse hit the club and you go out. Don't know a sum. Cause when I calculate the times you cheated, then I total up all the amounts. It doesn't add up Cause you say that just giving out your number doesn't count. Get it? A- then see me with someone new, get mad and flip it, look how bad you spin it First you turn your back on me, then tell me that I stabbed you in it Stabbed you in it, stabbed you in it, stabbed you in it Stabbed you in it, you in it. So when you're driving, driving to this house And you pass me while I'm driving to hers Just remember, you cheated on me first you're a whore. I mean, this is this war, <laughs> fellas and
2: ladies? We can do revenge, 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 together, 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 we can take revenge, 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 revenge is sweet. So sweet We can do revenge, 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 together, together, together. We can take revenge, 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 revenge,
3: oh. revenge is yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh. oh my lord. That sounds hilarious.
6: Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. It is pretty funny. Yeah,
0: he completely flips the script and uh, empowers the man. There, good for you, Eminem. Right, <laughs> bitch, you fucking cheated on me first, you hoe. <laughs> I'm with that shit, all right. Eminem, what a guy. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> we're not. Uh, we don't give a fuck about the guys tonight. We're uh, we're gonna focus on the ladies, right. And do I got a lady for you right now, my friend. This is a powerhouse right here.
6: <laughs> a powerhouse. You, I was going to say, you're speechless. <laughs> <laughs> He's a
0: brick. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Ah. I'm going to play some Ani DeFranco.
6: Oh, yeah. Ani, A-N-I. Ani I DeFranco. Love. Of Ani DeFranco. I have
0: never played Ani DeFranco on this show. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think I've ever played Ani DeFranco before. I've been listening to her for over 20 years now.
3: Easily. Absolutely.
0: I've seen her countless times. Uh, whether she was playing with a full band or uh, she was just doing a show by herself with an acoustic guitar. And uh, when I think of strong, powerful women, Ani is... One of the first ones that comes to mind.
3: <laughs>
0: She's got countless records. She's legendary. I'm playing off her 1996 album tonight, Dialate, which uh, I consider to be the bitchy album.
3: <laughs> uh, the song
0: I'm going to play is uh, one of my favorite songs off the record. It's called Shameless. All right. Motherfuckers ain't playing this shit. God damn it, that good shit, that good Ani DeFranco shit, that powerful lady shit, (laughs) Ani DeFranco, shameless, fake-ass radio show,
5: Scab D, Gene Technic.
6: My God! Yeah.
0: I can't believe I've never played her on this show before.
6: Man, that song
0: slaps. Fake ass radio show. Scab D. Gene Techman. Yeah, yeah. Ani DeFranco. Shameless. Yeah, man. It's one of my favorite songs from her.
6: Yeah, I like that shit. So there you go, ladies. Girl power. I had a I had a pretty hardcore girl power girlfriend back in the day that put me on the Ani DeFranco man. That's how I got put onto her as well yeah
3: <laughs> very good friend
0: i've talked about her on the show before uh it was a while ago my friend and i kim uh we took her daughter over to uh out to grand rapids yeah out to beer city yeah and uh we took her to college for her uh orientation
6: yeah she needed a roll right. dog she
0: needed a roll dog and i went with her
6: yeah so, i remember you mentioned it that's right i
0: love grand Rapids. it's a good city
3: yeah, it but, is. Uh, yeah,
0: Kim was the girl that I went with. Kim is the girl that uh, put me on to Ani. And uh, we've seen her a couple of times together. And uh, yeah, she is fantastic. Ani, yeah, she man. is So, so underrated. So underrated. Ani should be the one doing the fucking feature with uh, Eminem, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it should be her. That'll never happen. <laughs> yeah, probably not. You <laughs> can only hope, though, right? Right, right. But anyways, girls, man. Girls getting their shit. Girls raising awareness this week. And that's a good thing. All right. Good things are going to come out of this shit. All right. Something good always comes out of something bad. So there you go. All right. I feel like that's what we learned this week, hopefully. Yeah. All right. Well, I'd say that's about a podcast right there. Uh, Yeah. Hey, Gene, why don't you take us out tonight? Normally, it's me. Who fucking takes us out. So why don't you take us out tonight and ask me
6: where the audience can find me. <laughs> Fischozo. And, and uh And I guess that being said, all the social medias and the webs that you can follow us at. Scav, where where can they follow you at? Man,
0: y'all can holler at me on uh, the old Facebook. Give me a search. Scav D, short for Scavenge Detroit. All right, I'm on that Facebook. I am also on the Twitter. You might find a band camp for me, too, with some DJ mixes. So, hey, I'm up on
6: there. Holler at me. Hey, get at Scab Dizzle. And I'm Gene Techman. You can spell that G-E-A-N-T-E-C-H-M-A-N. And I'm all over all the social media platforms you can think of. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I even got a Snapchat. So get at me at all of those things. And uh, yeah, the Big Ass Radio Show. We have social media too. So hit us up on uh, Facebook and Twitter and find us. We will get back at you with every single last little piece of our real shit that we're offering to you. Yeah, We got hot music and we'll talk about the topics that you love and enjoy to hear. So get at us and give us those ratings. We love it when you uh, give us a review and give us some feedback. We also take music requests. I've gotten a few, and uh, I hear all of your requests, you guys. They're coming. I promise and swear. So uh, with that being said. I'm Gene Jackman. And I'm Scav D. And this is the fake-ass radio show. Have a good night. Or morning. Or afternoon.
0: Or midnight beer, which is what I seem to be doing
6: again. (laughs) Or a late-night fridge raid, which I'm about to do right now. Mm, Hey. Hey. However. uh, However you're listening. (laughs) Maybe
0: Whenever you're listening just
6: keep listening we're glad (laughs) and we're glad you're listening (laughs) so on that note have a good day (laughs) peace out